1: 18- plus.
2: Multiple people in my family,
3: including my father, are veterans. Troops that have been to war, and now they're back. Think and be grateful for their service. Sacrifice, love for their country, just unselfishness. All that they do for us. There are some people in this country who take extraordinary steps to provide for their freedom and security. We forget that those people exist. We know them as the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard. They call themselves Soldiers. SEALS, RANGERS, AIRMEN, SAILORS, DEVIL DOGS, AND SO MUCH MORE. WE CALL THEM FATHERS, BROTHERS, SONS AND HUSBANDS, MOTHERS, DAUGHTERS, SISTERS, AND WIVES. WE CALL THEM FRIEND AND NEIGHBOR. THESE VETERANS ANSWERED THE CALL. NOW, WE ANSWER THEIRS. THEY ARE THE BEST OUR COUNTRY HAS TO OFFER, AND WE LOVE THEM. Today, we honor them, and we serve them. David Malsby is your host, and he welcomes you to this community of veterans,
2: as together we are building the road to hope. And it is the Christmas edition. Ramon,
4: the Christmas Eve Eve.
2: Yeah. Well, you know. Christmas is like everything between Thanksgiving and New Year's, right? Isn't that kind of how it works?
4: Which I'm totally fine with. mm -hmm. Let me just go on record as though anybody cares. Man, nobody ever told me about having kids and how much it renews your Christmas spirit. It's amazing. Yes. It is fun again. Well, there was someone in our office this
2: week, uh, some folks. In fact, they were from uh, a couple of different companies that put in a barbecue cook team at our cook-off back in November, mm-hmm. and they came out, they they did a tip jar uh, for, the go, for their guest, and they brought that out, and one of the uh, gals that was there mentioned uh, she, it's not a low-key Christmas at her house, she has a one-year-old, <laughs> uh, Yeah. to which I said, okay, I don't know if anyone's told you this yet or not, but don't buy your one-year-old a Christmas present. Don't don't correct buy some boxes, wrap them up and they will have a blast with the boxes. Yeah. They will never know, never know the difference. Yep. Because you can put a super expensive toy in there and they will completely ignore it. Well, it's funny you say that, David. I'm, I'm
4: going to let you call my wife. I have a 11 month old.
2: I do not. No, I mean, do you play with the. The, the ribbons and bows instead of whatevers and Oh, not anymore. Not I used anymore? to. There was okay. a
4: time. But my wife went out and Your spent a little bit of money on the oh. 11-month-old. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> so no. I'd like for you to call no. her and explain no, to her no, no, what no, you no. just explained. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> that's uh, that's a Ramon <laughs> thing. Yes, Ramon. Can do it. Anyway, we're glad to have you. Yep. Spend an hour with you on a Sunday. Although, let's see, we're doing this two different ways on KPRC today. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you listening to the iHeartRadio app, you get to listen to it anytime you want to, which is cool. And it costs how much again? have they raised the price? Uh, no, it's absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay, so that's cool. <laughs> I Guess you get what you pay for. Is that the? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> no, everything on iHeartRadio's uh, uh, app is free, right? Yep. All the that's podcasts, true. all the music, all cool. So yeah, download the app. You can search for Road to Hope Radio on the yeah. podcast, and there we are. Yeah. Hundreds of shows, thousands, millions. No, not really. There's four or 12 or something. I don't know. It's a lot. We've done. We've we, got a few now. A
4: couple of hundred hours, right? Yeah, we do. Or at least a hundred hours. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, they let us air, like, three of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's like if we heard the rest of them we, we hid in the no, no. closet. Uh, anyway, on KPRC today, we're on at, I forget, is it 10 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. So is it- 10 in the morning. One in the mm-hmm. afternoon, no, two two in the afternoon for 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and then they shut us off for another basketball.
4: So in the middle of a sentence, they might just cut us off here.
2: Yeah, that. so if you get cut off while you're listening to KPRC in Houston, just go to the iHeartRadio app and you hear the rest of the show, mm-hmm. and it's all free. And we get to do that because of the great generosity of our friends, Jimmy Chongas, Fresh Max Fun. Which, what says Christmas in Houston better than some fresh Mex fun at Jimmy Chong's? Mm. Some quesos, some tamales. Do you do Christmas
4: tam- tamales? Uh, I do. Oh, my grandmother does. Yeah, that's unwrapping good Yes, right
2: there. yes. I, I, I'm I kind of one of those guys, tamales is fine with me any day, mm-hmm. uh, any holiday. I'm cool any with that. Any
4: meal, too. Yeah. It's a perfect food.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like Tamales and comfort, comfort food. Yeah. Oh. And,
1: and yes. it gives you something to unwrap. Yep. Bingo. Perfect Christmas food. There
2: you go, because it does come
0: wrapped. You it comes to, wrapped. you got to yeah. unwrap <laughs> it to
2: eat it. Eat the wrapping. Merry Christmas to me. You're not gonna like tamales very
1: much.
2: (laughs) Anyway, Jimmy Chong is fresh makes fun. Uh, Corey Diamond and Design, Friendswood, Texas. I hope I hope I I hope while your wife was buying you your child expensive packages, (laughs) you didn't withhold and you you went to Corey and took care of your wife. Anyway, Corey Diamond Design and Friendswood open Tuesday through Saturday. Awesome people, and they (laughs) they uh, they were a collection point for a lot of. Uh, gifts being donated for yeah. our residents at Camp Hope, which, by the way, last night, Camp Hope, the Gold Star Dads, which I have a hard time with this. I just do. I have a hard time around Gold Star families.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's um, true. They've given more than anybody should ever be asked to give in the first place. But these folks just continue to give, continue to give. And, uh, man, they have put on a party last night for uh, all of our residents, family members, Toys everywhere, just everywhere there were toys. So uh, uh, Corey Diamond and Design was a big part of that. Billy and Connie Stagner. If you're gonna buy, you know, a one of a kind piece of jewelry or pocket knife, do it with people that yep. share the same kind of values you do. That's Billy and Connie Stagner, Corey Diamond Design, Paul Ryan Windows, PaulRyanWindows.com. Great supporters of this wonderful houston community which has done some amazing things mm-hmm. amazing things for our veterans and certainly have been amazing through uh their support of Camp Hope. uh we got a lot to get to today it's christmas we want to have a little fun um jay is going to do some tap dancing for us <laughs> that yeah, is crazy absolutely. yes yeah
3: i got my christmas legs
2: do you? Yeah. Chris? <laughs> what are they made out of? <laughs> tinsels. Candy canes and tinsels. Candy, canes, candy uh, cane, Candy and string and popcorn. I, I, I worked for a double amputee uh, for about 10 years. Mm. And when he was... When his kids were young, like four, five, six, you know, somewhere in there, he'd love to go to the mall and just embarrass them <laughs> again. And oh, yeah, Embarrass Embarrassed enough. Is. Roll into a, you know, in his wheelchair, roll into a, a, a shoe store. Oh. And, go, yeah. Yeah. and you go, and just you
4: wait like, for I'm one of the guys to
3: Find a my size shoe. Can you help yeah, me out? exactly. And he they just do that. look at you. Yeah, I do that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I do that. Oh, uh, yeah. it's And the kids are so embarrassed. And then after a while, they grow up. That's, that's hilarious. Can we go do, the, let's go to the mall now. I just want to freak somebody out at the shoe store. <laughs> Uh, i got Jay Fondren in here. Justin, how are you?
4: Always well, always.
2: Justin's going to go home to the decrepit state of Georgia. Hey. Yeah, why, why? I know. Like, I what's know. There? On purpose? Yeah, know, he's voluntarily. Like, who does that? Well, you know. Not who sm- who leaves Texas we on purpose? not always the smartest crowd we have. At our it's true. Well, he's it's going very true. And sharing that. I mean, he is Army, Christmas, so we don't expect much. Zach Alexander. No. So uh, we're going to come back with uh, hopefully a little, I don't know, what nonsense. Who knows what we'll do. We'll be back with more Road to Hope. So Christmas morning at the Robles Casa.
4: Yeah, oh man. What happens? Well, we don't really know yet. This is the first year of July... Is, is old enough to understand, you know, yep. knows about Santa. Right. And so man, we are flipping out. We so can't he knows wait. Your Santa? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. no, that's not what you mean. <laughs> no, by no. That. Okay, oh, yeah. no. So, <laughs> so right. hopefully
1: there's no kids listening. Oh, no. <laughs>
3: so I know. We'll be just all right.
4: destroyed Christmas for thousands. Well, I
3: was reading something yesterday and it talked about the stages of, of Santa in your life. Like when you're a kid you believe you're Santa and then you become Santa and then you look like Santa. <laughs>
1: There you go. I, 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 my parents had me believing in Santa until I was like 14. I believe that. It's um, true.
2: I'm, Santa better show up my house Tuesday. I'm going to be extremely disappointed. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you that right now. I don't know if that's Ramon or what it is, but somebody, <laughs> something better show up Well, you know, house you. you know, thanks to the,
3: the, the hospitality we have down here in Houston, Santa's definitely showed up at, at Camp Hope. Mm-hmm.
2: How about that? That's very true. Yeah. Boy, in a big way. In a huge way. Uh, we had, let's see. Nice we had segue. The Gold Star Dads. Christmas last night and uh, Polar Express the week before, the Saturday before Polar Express, yeah. which uh, of course, the movie Polar Express, yeah. they had we had a bunch of
1: bikes donated like oh, 25 plus bicycles for the residents to give their kids. The yeah, Christmas
2: well, we got at, uh, did we get two R-C-C? more bikes at the Redneck Cruisers, yeah, nice, they're nice, those like, cruisers, the, yeah.
1: like those beach cruisers. Oh, yeah. oh, Actually, man. we only got one. I take that down confiscate beach. one of them? Yeah, yeah, Jay, Jay, Jay did. yeah I, I Can you, a, you
2: know, adjust it to ride without, <laughs> without, without feet? He uses like his mind. Yeah. He has his mind, mind connection with the matter. bicycle. I yeah. heard someone say recently that the whole you know depression thing and all you know trauma and all that's all mind over matter. Yeah, so I guess we can try that same thing. Yeah, it's, the, it's all in our heads, right? Yeah, it's, all, yeah, it's, all it's all in our heads. You don't, yeah. just, just get over it. Absolutely. Just turn it off. Just get over it, Jay. It's all mind over matter. Yeah. move on. Forget it. Yeah, that's what we'll do.
4: right, So anyway, back to Ramon Robles Casa. Mm -hmm. You still don't know what you're gonna do? I mean Uh, like Well, you know it's funny, I am making a brisket, so we got that Uh, going. So I know Robbie going on Christmas. Yeah. It'll actually be made Christmas Eve and be ready on Christmas morning. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. We'll do that. I'm also doing a prime doing a prime rib and a ham. Whoa. Uh, We're going big this year, David. A I presume mean, you, assume you got some family
2: coming over. We might have a couple people some drop somebody in. Somebody drops yeah, a couple by. people. So we got. Yeah, to... I guess I did, uh, Jay, did. you get one
4: of those invites? I, just got you, mine.
2: Did you get one right I mean, now? Yeah, mine, mine let me have let, have let me tell
4: you how big of a deal David oh, Mosby is. We, oh, David Mosby yeah. walks down the hallway and people literally hand him boxes of cookies. Do you deny that? That was before we got a crate of for a present.
2: The rest of the story is they had just come out of the break room and they swept a bunch of crumbs <laughs> no. from a table into this can no, no. and put it in a bag and said, oh, I don't have to walk all the way to the trash can. I, can, I can, There's David. David, no. will, David will eat the crumbs. Well, well that's fortunate
3: true. he went to the car and dropped off the... Uh
1: the, the, giant, the crate giant crate that they just gave them for provision. Christmas, too. And that crate was heavy, too. I imagine it was. A, a, a farm provisions. They didn't tell yes. us what was in there, but wow. I know that there was some of farms, it was from a farm, so I can only imagine free mm-hmm. what goodness laid inside that crate.
4: I think we found Santa Claus, kids.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Santa has been very good. <laughs> Santa's to been following the David Malsby around. Yes, he uh, has. In fact, in, in addition to what uh, the residents received gift-wise, they also got a... This is crazy, Ramon. hmm 60-some-odd residents, all right, they all got a $200 Walmart gift card.
4: What? Yes. How about that? Uh, wow. God bless you. I'm going to have to yes. check in for a couple hours. Yeah. I know. Uh, can yeah. I do my intake? No, yeah, you we missed mind? it. You missed, missed it. Missed it yeah. You
2: missed it. It was last night, so mm, wow. sorry.
1: Yeah, we're too busy eating giant ribs. See, that's what you get for
2: Fantastic. being, you know otherwise engaged yeah that's what you get for for, that's what you get Mm -hmm. for finding recovery justin (laughs) i did i I did consider how can i become a resident for just you know yeah just just for this party campbell weren't you a resident last christmas yes yes i was that's That's true. true there you go Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. It's. We've had some pretty amazing Christmases, but I think this one yeah, topped, yeah. Them yeah. yes. oh, yeah. topped them all. Yeah, uh, it topped them all. Also, this week, some uh, LifeSaver awards. Evaldi Meat donated two hundred dollars worth of some venison backstrap. Oh, How about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where? Yes, um,
4: you're not allowed to know.
2: Yeah, you're yeah. Houston outreach. You don't get. You don't get. To oh, open, I'm about to outreach sure my visit. way into that venison. Yeah. Is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I know. You're going to see. I'm indeed. a ninja. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Let's see, who else? Hassle Blankenship, $80 worth of toilet paper and paper towels. How about that? Yeah. God bless
4: you. So those little things like that you don't appreciate. They're Until up, you're right? out, yeah. and
2: we were very scarily close to out of toilet paper. Yeah. When you have 70 <gasps> to 80 people on the campus at yeah. any given moment, it's so, a lot of toilet yeah. paper. We get there a lot. Yes, we do. That's one of the things we go through the most. You know. Backstrap, cookies, yeah. toilet paper. Yeah. What can I say? The essentials. Coffee, which, by the way, uh, we did get some coffee. Who brought coffee out this week? Um, was it wasn't Meismer, was it? Yes. Donnie. Donnie, our, our favorite Marine. Yeah. Uh, working on a pipeline somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in a different place all the time. Right. But, yeah, he just, you get an email, and here's this 40 some odd item. <laughs> from H E B, mm. and it just gets delivered straight to us. How so he that? doesn't have to go get it. He just clicks. Here's my standard order. Goes straight to Camp Hope. That's fantastic. Awesome. Dude, yeah, that's really coffee awesome. delivery. And and we got to them. something we there. Get to enjoy the coffee. What a good dude. Yeah, he. he, he and his wife coffee both, yeah, it's, yeah, like, it's Jennifer, like Uber eats, but for coffee. Yeah. Fantastic people. Yep. So a lot of a lot of thanks for them. Karen and David Cecil. Uh, he's with uh, David is with Southwestern Energy and. Cowboys for Heroes, who donate all the beef for us oh, yeah. every year. But he donated. He and his wife donated $2,000 worth of gifts for our families. Um, that's from one mm. family to several families. Several families. Big time, thanks. Uh, Boy Scouts Pack 552 donated 80 bags filled with treats, small toilet treats. You're going to hear a theme here for just a minute. The, uh, the residents should be clean for a while. So. <laughs> uh, National Charity League Star Chapter donated 60 stockings filled with toiletries and treats for the residents. Lots of toiletries and treats. Uh, Houston Elvis Meetup, which I had. Who knew there was an Elvis Meetup Club? <coughs> I had no clue. I need to find out yeah. when and where these people meet no, and don't. just be there.
1: Elvis no. is still alive. Incognito. I don't care
2: Well, he's on an island somewhere with John F. Kennedy, I believe. And, and hanging out with Tupac. Last, last I heard. Uh, Tupac Elvis biggie. National... Uh, Houston Elvis Meetup Group, 40 gift bags for the yeah. residents' wives, oh, which yes. was a very, Classic. that that made that's me smart. happy. Yeah. That made me very happy. So big, big thanks to the Houston Elvis Meetup Group. I do have a guy. I, I wonder if Russell shows up to that. Russell's got like the ultimate Elvis outfit. Yeah. <laughs> There's no telling how much coin he dropped for that Elvis yeah, outfit. Nice. It is, is cool. Is it authentic? It It is. It, it looks. It's, it's uh, promising. It's uh, to the I most the by new details. Okay, what are you doing, Zach?
4: Hmm? What are you doing? What are you doing, Zach? You,
2: what are you going to do with that? You're in a radio studio. There's a cup right here.
4: Oh.
1: Is I come he, prepared.
4: Is he Ramon. putting a dip in his we, mouth? Prior to
2: proper to planning prevents beyond. piss poor performance. We're going to have to put some yeah. signs up in here. Yeah. And it's for, not um, even dip. It, it has to be, be drawing so our Marine can get it. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be in. got to be in red crayon or else I'm not going to understand. If we've there. been completely nonsensical, save me for a minute. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> right. 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 see if I can yeah. redirect this. Train we have one minute to talk about this. We've made fun. Man, this sounds terrible. We've joked, we've used frivolity, we've used... Humor. We've bullied the
1: paraplegic, let's just <laughs> call it what it is. <laughs> he doesn't have to stand Our gosh. double oh, amputee,
2: wow. who I can't... There's a one guy in the room I can outrun. but, but <laughs> <laughs> The problem like, is, is his wheelchair is, like,
4: fast. Is. So yes. I, I cannot yes. outrun the wheelchair. Jay, you totally shouldn't stand for okay. that. Okay. That's it. That's um, <laughs>
1: write your congressman you about by, it.
2: Yeah, so roadside I, bomb. get hit by roadside bomb. Okay, so... As how quickly were the legs removed? Right away. The, where where the, at? In Baghdad. They were, so I, were in Baghdad? I got hit in
3: Baghdad, and by the time they got when they got me out of the vehicle and put the tourniquets on, I looked down, and there was the cargo pockets in my BDU pants. There wasn't anything below that. Mm-hmm. This is the day before Thanksgiving. And then I wake up at Walter Reed in D.C., uh, middle of December. So 16th, 17th through December is a, my first time starting to remember things after that. And
2: um, So and, that's the first thing you remember from...
3: Yeah, from the time they sedated me on the medevac helicopter. So for about 30 minutes after getting blown up, I I, I was conscious, and then I got sedated, and then I was in a coma for a couple of weeks, and then started waking up uh, when I was at D- in DC.
2: Okay, well let's 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 take our money making commercial break because mm-hmm. uh, Ramon has to get paid. Money, yes. money, money, money. And uh, KPRC has to get paid. Yep. When we come back, let's talk a little bit about your experience money. with Walter Reed. All right. When we come back with more of Road to Hope Radio.
4: Chestnuts roasting on an open. Put
1: his fire. eggs in
2: the bag. Do <laughs> what? <laughs> Out of all the reindeers, you know you're the mastermind. So, Alright, so, um. Do you get offended by, you know, us laughing at. No, humor is a great sense of, uh. Um, it breaks eyes. People get offended a lot. Yeah, I hope did. not. I make
1: fun of them almost everybody's,
2: every day. Everybody's yeah. mad about something. Uh, you can't watch the Peanuts anymore. No, I don't even know what that's Baby, about. Baby, it's cold outside. That's, apparently offensive. Right. So the the whole peanuts thing. Like, I'm not even going to hear it. I, I I I love Charlie Brown. Are we saying Peanuts? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Snoopy. I am not I'm even have... going to hear what the complaint is. I am yeah. just I'm not yeah, even going to hear it. Just... But people, you know, it's Christmas. It's, we we announced at the beginning of the show. It's the Christmas edition. And people go, well, I'm, I'm not, I don't do Christmas. Well, you can't I'm, say
4: Merry Christmas. It's Happy Holidays.
2: Right, so. A little <laughs> something to share. A <laughs> uh, little well, something Christmas. to think
4: about. I miss Merry Christmas. See, you, you were a younger kid. I realize you guys never grew up with Merry Christmas. When I grew up,
3: everybody said, Everybody said, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas to you, Mr. Lowenstein! <laughs> 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 no Jews in Utah is that
2: what's
1: because <laughs> it wasn't our religion it was about something we could
3: celebrate together because it was a beautiful thing. But what do people say
0: now? Happy Holidays. I just say Happy Holidays because I don't always say Christmas because you don't believe in Christmas. <laughs> how, I don't care if you're celebrating or not. How can you be
3: offended by Christmas? Which part is more offensive, the peace on earth or the goodwill towards
0: men rhetoric?
2: Yeah. Can't have any peace on earth. We cannot have
1: peace on earth peace is offensive yes well you
2: know the reality of it is is like many of us are in this room when we were
3: 19 20 21 22 years old we were all fighting you know and defending our country you know and then you got this younger generation who are offended by their safe space like i had a, i was in a <laughs> class and she was asking me about my carbon footprint and i was like oh if I was a snowflake, I could be a microaggression. But like,
1: I ain't got no feet. i don't have no footprint. I ain't got no footprint.
3: But you know, and then it was this whole exercise, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna take a photo of this deer in the back of my Ford F250, and and show you how I'm reducing my carbon foot, footprint."
2: <laughs> but we, people get, just get over it, right? It's I'm offended. they offended. Yeah. Indeed. So here's a here's a news story. We just shared really just a very short piece of it. and then We'll get back to Walter Reed, but. Uh, This story was uh, published this past week. VA leaves nearly $5 million unused in 2018 campaign to battle suicide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Government Accountability Office, Washington. Federal investigation found the money and effort expended by the Department of Veterans Affairs on suicide prevention outreach dropped significantly in 2017 and 2018, despite it being talented by the past two VA secretaries as their top clinical priority. Hmm. Following a year-long investigation, the Government Accountability Office reported Monday the VA has cut back since 2016 on suicide prevention outreach. Of the $6.2 million budget obligated for suicide prevention outreach in fiscal year 2018, the agency had spent, Ramon, you want to guess how much they spent? This year? Yeah. Uh, This was a $6.2 million budget. Okay. uh, So far this year. They have spent fifty-seven thousand dollars, <laughs> which is like if it were just about any other portion of the federal government' <laughs> a bloated budget. Yeah, I was like, "Yes, you mean we have a budget line where we're under instead of over?" You've got to be kidding me! Yeah, so uh,
3: you know they probably wow. spent
2: that on gun locks and stress balls, right? Right, mm-hmm. keychains.
4: keychains, keychains, yeah, yeah. pill so, bottles. Um, that's, still, bottles, yeah, bottles, that's apparently
2: bottles. what the yeah. VA is doing these days for suicide prevention, which the stories mm. are uh, all too well-known. We are over 7,000 annually, according to VA statistics. Uh, vets lost to suicide in the course of a, any calendar year.
1: And what blows my mind is when I was in Phoenix trying to you know, incorporate, trying to work with the VA, they took all of our support group, flyers down i try to get a meeting with the with the 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 director of the mental health and he told me that we do the same thing you guys do
4: yeah Mm. do Do you
1: now really do you now okay Uh, Okay. mm -hmm. okay
3: You know, and there there are good people at the VA that really want to help. Absolutely, the Absolutely. But, the, but the reality of it is, is there's there's too many combat vets for them to be able to handle, and they don't take it all the way out. Like we, as a faith based organization, we take it all the way out because you can't find true healing Mm-mm. without coming to Christ. You can't find true healing without being able to forgive yourself. And they, these moral injuries, these things of religion, they they steer away from. But but that's where we really struggle. That's where a lot of us struggle is how to reconcile what we went through with our faith. Call that call
1: that
0: a soul wound. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Well, and it, but if you read the VA's own reports, the VA says exactly what you just said. Absolutely. The pro the problem is too large for them alone, mm-hmm. and they must work with others other organizations mm-hmm. to meet the issue. The VA as a Organization will state that about themselves publicly. Yeah. So when 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 individuals within yep. the
1: system come along and want to and they want to throw that throw to their the own agenda because they don't you know yeah, th- yeah. those
2: are the th- those are the bums that need to get kicked. We're out. not
1: allowed to resource outside the VA really yep. because that's mm-hmm. not what your organization says as a yeah. whole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But okay.
2: Yeah. Walter Reed. So you you're yep. coming.
3: Coming around, well. yeah, starting to wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in ICU, and since some time in ICU, and then the MICU and the SICU and all the different levels of ICU, and and uh, it's coming up on Christmas, and um, my uh, son was born while I was overseas, and I I'd only spent two weeks with him when I was home on R and R, and my wife's there, and uh, they're like, yeah, Santa's going to come through and visit all the combat vets. So I hear him next door, and then I see him walk by my hallway, and I see him go. I hear him in the room next, the other side. He goes down the hall and the nurse comes by and they're like, "Did you get anything from Santa?" And I'm thinking, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna get something for, for to give to my one-year-old." Um, and uh, and so they're like, "No, he didn't come in." And they're like, "Well, you're a combat vet, right?" And in my my sick humor at the time, I'm like, "No, you know, I just got drunk and fell in a wood chipper." <laughs> and um, apologize <laughs> in a wood chipper. Yeah, it's a good amputee story. And uh, yeah. they're like, "No, no, no, that's not really true." And I'm like, "No, I got blown up. Yeah, I'm a combat vet." And they brought Santa in, and I got one of those little digital video fishing games, not that I cause I couldn't move my arms I didn't have any legs and and uh but you know that first christmas that christmas Eve my um, Mike and my oldest uh he came up and we kind of reconnected <coughs> that night and it was i mean it was it was a beautiful thing like I was super excited like I finally had all of my family there I had my wife, my son, my parents were there. Um, one of my sisters was there, but we were all kind of there. It was a beautiful thing just to be able to sit there and reconnect with family. And that's really what, what the Christmas time is about, right? It's not, you know, it's, it's anticipation and being with family and loved ones and celebrating the birth of Christ. And it's cool that we get all, the, you know, that we've gotten all this stuff and we can be, um, you know, give our kids a meaningful Christmas and give gifts. But those giving of gifts are, are really symbolic of a, of what God gave us in the birth of
2: Christ. Absolutely. Um I want to go back for just a yeah. second. Uh, you, you talk about you're coming to your Walter Reed. Christmas is coming up. Uh, some things going on. You, you knew your legs were gone yeah. before you got on. Before Yeah, before I got medevaced out, I knew right. my legs were gone. But then you were out yeah. for a while, a good little while. When you wake up, was there a time... I think most would assume there was a time, but was there a time when it was um, a struggle for you to wrap your brain around that? So
3: when I first woke up, and my wife came in, and uh, um, I didn't realize my arms were as badly damaged as they were at the time, and uh, and she was going over and kind of telling me where my all my injuries were, and, and I asked her to touch me on my amputation sites, and and she touched me on my left leg, and she goes, it's above the knee, and she touched me on my right hip, and I go. That's my hip, and she goes, yeah, it's pretty high up there, and um, and then reconciling that with the fact that my, my right elbow had been completely destroyed, and they had to reconstruct it. I had lost uh, pretty much all the at the time all the use out of both arms and couldn't do anything, and just kind of really struggled with that the first night, and then um, I couldn't sleep, and I guess after you spend a couple weeks of sleep, it's hard to go back to sleep. And uh, I guess I was well rested, I but I just kind of have you ever yeah you know, two that? weeks a no. two week nap I joke yeah, about I that to.
2: all the time in yeah.
3: and so don't so pay me for it yeah and so so I sat there and I just kind of wrestled with God about it and I I was sitting there and and just crying out I was like Lord either I'm gonna wake up and get up out of the hospital bed and walk out of this hospital to Your glory or You have to give me the strength to face this because this is well beyond anything that I can I can handle anything that I can do. Anything that I can manage. This is this is such a devastating blow to to where my life's trajectory that I thought was going to go. And so um, the next morning, he gave me exactly what I needed to get through probably the ne- that next hour. And uh, it was to the point where you know in the hospital, you, know, you you the nurses don't come in and push your pain pump, right? You have to be able to call them. Well, I couldn't even hit the call button. And so I had uh, a family member that spent the night with me, and it was my mom or my wife, and. And, um, and so we would wake up in the morning, it was usually my mom and and we'd wake up in the morning and we would do a devotional. And, um, my wife would come over after breakfast or right about breakfast time and and we would do a devotional. And then my dad would come in about lunchtime and we'd do another devotional. And I was getting exactly what I needed to get me to the next time I got into God's word. And, and he he strengthened me. And, And as that went from, it started, you know, going minute by minute to hour by hour to day by day. It was giving me exactly what I needed to be able to get
2: through it. Well, there's some folks out there listening to us, and they didn't lose their legs to a roadside bomb, but they're going through some dark, dark times. Absolutely. And uh, what you just shared with them can apply to their life as well. They're, uh, we don't have to be overcome. We do not have to be overcome by the circumstances that come our way that are uncomfortable to us, painful to us. Mm-hmm. So this is Road yes. to Hope Radio. We'll be back with more in just a moment.
4: Christmas tree Such a pleasure to
3: meet. I really can't stay the Baby, it's cold
2: outside
0: I've got to go away the
2: Baby, it's cold outside well, the term we're going to tick everybody Staying off today <laughs> the <stay. laughs> Have that sense. How we dare
1: have you. We've just been blacklisted. How yeah. dare you, Ramon. We've triggered. My ears are on fire. Yep.
2: We're talking a little bit about Christmas, and, you know, we uh, always hear the song, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and we recognize for a lot of people that it is not.
4: Um, no, it's our busy season. It I, is. I've been extremely it's, busy the past yeah. two three years. Yeah, months.
2: and it's it's sad in a way, but it's hopeful also in another way. Yeah, I've seen so many guys come into our program this week.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think, man, what a terrible time to leave your family. But when you realize what they're coming into and why and what, you know, hope, the hopeful outcome of that is, is the ultimate hope. Uh, we want to see something better. And here's one of the reasons why it's so necessary. We've talked a little bit about the VA. When you're – Uh, issue with them there in the Phoenix VA and it's one random person that's just being stupid Um, but there is a major problem in our country that few people want to talk about this story was published uh, December 17th December ten, retired Marine Colonel Jim Turner put on his dress uniform and medals drove to the Bay Pines Department of Veterans Affairs Complex he got out of his truck sat down on top of his military records and took his own life with a rifle. Aside from leaving behind grieving family and friends, Turner, 55, of Belair Bluffs, left behind a suicide note that blasted the VA for what he said was its failure to help him. He wrote, I bet if you look at the 22 suicides a day, you will see VA screwed up in 90%. I did 20-plus years, had PTSD, and still had to pay over $1,000 a month health care. Turner's death was not the first at that particular hospital. Rather, it was the fifth veteran at that one VA complex to take his own life. I am not here to bash the VA, but I share that story because there are people out there who are listening. There are family members, and you're watching your loved ones struggle. You're watching them moment by moment from one darkness to another, from one bad choice to the next. And there's three guys here in this room who have, to some degree or another, faced that and have worked their their way through it. And I think all three of you guys would say there's not – you don't reach some point where it's over, right? It's not like uh, you have an infection, you take the uh, z pack, and then the infection's gone, and you don't have to do – that's not what we're dealing with here. No, not at all. But – there is, there is hope. You can live a better life. You can live a joyful life. Yes, you can. So yeah. what, what does that look like for you today? Because just real quickly, in 30 seconds, you, you were in a dark spot, point where you were wanting to die but not by your own hands. You wanted to invite somebody else to do it yeah. for you. And now you're out helping other vets. What happened?
1: I learned how to work a program. I found i found validation and and i found my sense of purpose through you know restoring my relationship with christ and i and i i learned that i'm i'm not the monster i thought that i was i learned that i there is a better life i just have to choose to live that life and i have to work my program every day because PTSD does not just go away but you do learn how to deal with it in healthy ways and you do learn healthy coping skills and you do learn how to live life on life's <clears> terms if you so choose and i choose to
2: Justin, we've talked about your story before, but uh, I presume somewhere along the way there were some pretty rough Christmas seasons for you.
4: A lot of rough Christmas seasons, um, and a lot of it would come from I would go and try and hang out with my family, but I would try and hide just how depressed and how much I was self-medicating from them to the point where... What should be a fun-filled meal and evening with the family would really turn out to be like a fun-filled 30, 45 minutes before I had to get out of there and go self-medicate myself again. And by doing so, I would also take myself into a dark hole just sitting in either a, a dark bar or even worse, just sitting in my apartment not doing anything to take care of myself.
3: Yeah, that's part of that vicious cycle. How we isolate because we don't feel like being around anybody, and then we're depressed because we're not around anybody. Yeah. We don't want to burden anybody. You don't want to burden anybody. No. And then, like like you talked about this this lieutenant colonel, and it doesn't matter if you're a lance corporal or lieutenant mm-hmm. colonel. What you got to do is you have to keep reaching out. All right if i if I go and I'm like Justin, man, show me what worked for you. Right there was a deal that came across in one of my Facebook feeds about how this. Uh, Combat vet was in this hole, and at the end of the little story, this other combat vet jumped down in there, mm-hmm. and the guy's freaking out. He's like, "What are you doing now? We're both stuck in the hole." And he's like, no nah, chill out, bro. I've been here. I know how to get out." And that's how it is. Like I go to Justin. I'm like, "Justin, what works for you? How do you deal with your PTSD? What, how do you self cope? How do you how do you uh, deal with these symptoms?" And he'll tell me what what worked for him, right? And then I might try them. If they don't work, then I go to Zach. I'm like, "Zach, man, how did how did you deal with it? How do you deal with the night terrors? How do you deal with flashbacks? Or how do you deal with isolation?" or or whatnot. and Zach will tell me it will work for him, and I'll take bits and pieces. And I, you got to keep reaching out, right? Because su- suicide just—it's a—it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem, and it might not feel like it mm-hmm. when you're down in that deep dark hole, but that's what it is. And all you do is you pass all that hurt and all that all that self—you know—hate that you have. The pain you're and feeling your pain just gets, your feeling. It gets just transferred onto your loved ones and the people that care about you, and and we don't want to do that, right? And I like what what Zach said. You know, we find our sense of purpose, and once we regain our sense of purpose, then we can start moving on.
2: For those listening, our website, ptsdusa.org. Find the information there about our program, what it looks like, our support groups. Not everybody needs to come to Camp Hope necessarily, but we do have support groups that run all across the country, ptsdusa.org. We have a crisis line. It's 877 7873 I'll give it to you one more time. If you're a veteran in crisis or you know a veteran in crisis, the number is 877-717-7873. Sometimes the very best gifts, they don't come in a box with paper and a bow. Sometimes the best gift that you can give to the people that you love and that love you, is to find the help that you need. 877 717 Give us a call. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, anytime, day or night, we'll answer the phone. A combat veteran <coughs> will answer the phone. 877 717 We are here for you.
1: Uh, we are starting a group in Pasadena as well. So if you're in the Pasadena area, email me, Zach, Z-A-C-K, dot A-L-E-X-A-N-D-E-R, at org, and I'll give you all the information you need to know about our Pasadena Warrior Group.
2: I'll close with this. There's many scriptures that we could point to at a Christmas season. I think one of my favorites is from the prophet Isaiah as he prophesies about the birth of this Jesus the Christ. And he says that his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Everything you need is all found right there in that one verse in those five names prophetically given to Christ. Wonderful, and he is Counselor. The ultimate almighty God, there is none to compare to him. (coughs) The everlasting father, the prince of peace. You're looking for peace. You're not going to find it at the bottom of that bottle. Trust him. Thank you for spending an hour with us for Road to Hope Radio. We wish all of you a very Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas.